Welcome back to the Ville J Podcast. We're your hosts, Nick and Sean, and we're here for episode six, lap number two. Uh, we're going to talk about the, what race was it, Nick? Saudi Arabian. That's what it is. Um, we got the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix, and we're going to go over everything from race weekend, from qualifying all the way through the race, all the drama in the race, and we got some uh, some new takes as well. So let's get this thing kicked off. Um, let's talk about qualifying, number one. Um did you really notice anything specific in qualifying Q1 besides McLaren uh, just awful oh, again? Man, I was I was furious with McLaren. Man. I couldn't believe it, dude. He hit Lando hit the wall in Q1 with like nine minutes left and took himself out. He just right away. He broke. I don't know what he. I don't know what he broke, but he broke some suspension parts and finished. Uh, P. He was P13 when he crashed, and I think he finished. 20th or 19th so 19th, yeah. not good for for mclaren um luckily though um oscar he made it all the way through to what q3 yeah he did he, that's uh, pretty see, i mean that's pretty good for the rook so they got so I, I don't know is that even something for them to hold their hat on because of their performance in the race or no we'll get on to that but uh, i would say i mean so technically oscar piastri would have qualified 10th right he qualified because of uh, Ferrari's grid penalty. So that bumped him up a place. He was still the slowest car in P3 um, by about two tenths. I, I don't know, man. I'm not feeling super warm and fuzzy about this whole situation with McLaren. Yeah, um, me either. It's I saw a, even, you know, even finishing Q3, if both cars were finishing 9th, 10th, 11th, like right at that Q3, Q2 margin... I would say that they got something, but they both finished out in Q1 the first race, and then this one just seemed like some things just happened to fall in Oscar's way for him to get into Q3. I mean, his Q3 time wasn't bad. He was two tenths behind Hamilton. I mean, that's something right there. I mean, but granted, Hamilton's not the fastest on track right now, but... He was a full second behind Sergio. Okay, so I mean, they're definitely not at any kind of race pace, and I mean, if they can consistently get into Q three, I would say it's been a successful season for McLaren for how they're starting right now. So that's not really good. Um, who else was out in Q one? We had we had Lando, Nick DeVries, Alex Albon, Yuki, and Logan Sargent uh, all out in Q one, and as usual, Red Bull, Ferrari, Aston. Uh, all they're all in the top six, so they were yep. looking just as strong as usual. Um, I've got a note on the uh, the bottom five there for Q1. Yeah, hit me. So, our boy Logan Sargent, Florida man, technically didn't qualify. Wait, what he did not qualify for the race. So, wait, he right, wait, how do you race that? Wait, uh, so it's explain, a, it's a, explain yourself. Here's the deal so. Do you guys remember the 107% rule? Yeah, we talked about that during the offseason, some of these random rules that no one's ever heard of. Well, so it gets Don't. talked about, but it really came from back in the day when, you know, we could just show up with our own Formula One car and be the Village A pod and we could go out there for qualifying and we might, you know, <laughs> we could do, we could, we could, out, we could out qualify someone. Yeah. But, you know, we'd be the slowest fuckers on track because we're both broke. And then, you know, we would just get in the way of everyone's way. So they come up with the, 107% rule. So basically you have to be in 100%, 7% of the fastest lap in that session. Okay. Qualified. 
Don't so, tell me. <laughs> the 107% time for Logan Sargent that he had to make to qualify was a 134.9. Okay. And his cute one was a 208.5. So he wasn't even fucking close. No, he was 30 seconds off. Dude, that doesn't even sound like a hot lap. He must have had his hot lap deleted. <laughs> so had, and that was yeah. his like warm up lap. He did have his hot lap deleted. Oh, so that was his out lap. Dude. So how did he qualify? How did how did he get to because he raced? There's no one's even talked about this. Yeah, so he did race. And I didn't know that because okay, obviously the stewards knew that this is fucking Williams F1 car. It can keep pace at the pack. So right. stewards discretion, they let him race. At the stewards discretion. So it's like a it's like a sponsored exemption. So they're like, oh, you know what? You're pretty close to good enough, so we'll let you go. Yeah, I was like, well, you brought an actual car that we know, you know, is kind of fast. So we'll just, you know, we, we'll we let it slide that you didn't technically even qualify for the race. Wait, so what is his qualifying position? Like on F1.com? It says NC, not qualified. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Dude, that's that's unbelievable. I can't. That's the first we've heard of this while this pod has been going on. I haven't heard of anyone not qualifying. Yeah, someone like not setting a time for like an engine issue or having a time. Right. Like, I've never seen somebody actually fall below the one hundred seven percent time because you get a pretty healthy, a pretty hefty. You get fifteen minutes to set a fucking lap, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are we doing here, Williams? I feel bad for old Florida man, man. Wow. Well, how do you finish? Let's. How do you finish in the race? Do we know? He finished pretty solid in the race, I think. He's got some good race pace, so that's good. I mean, he finished 16th. I mean, we'll take that for Williams. I mean, especially not a qualified Williams. 86 seconds behind the leader. Ay, ay, ay. All right, well, that's fucking nuts, dude. I didn't even know he... I was watching well, qualifying live. He finished, he finished ahead of a McLaren. Sad dude, I mean, there we go. It's it's if you would have told uh, if you'd have told Williams last year you're finishing consistently above McLaren's, that's a win. Even with a, a car that didn't qualify, that's a win, bro. And he technically finished faster than Lance Stroll. Yeah, Lance kind of had some issues. I didn't really know what happened to him. They just told him stop, stop right where you are. Do not continue. <laughs> you're done, <laughs> Junior. Park it, park it, Mister. You're done. Give me the keys. That's what they told him. And then they parked, he parked it on a service road and then they read and they proceeded they, to continue to, to still give a full safety car. <laughs> <laughs> dude, they were they were out of it. To, dude, even Martin Brunner was saying on they're like, oh, that's not gonna be a full is that even gonna be a virtual safety car? And they're like, and full safety car, I guess. Which fucked is fucked his teammate because he just passed the pit row. Yeah, it was, that was a weird safety car. That's what we wanted last week from the from the Ferrari. We wanted a full safety car to help his teammate. And this week, we didn't want a full safety car. And fuck <laughs> his teammate. The FIA is just all over the place with their safety cars this year. We're going to talk about the FIA some more. Yeah, no doubt. They had some they had some fuckery at the end of this race, too. Again. So, that pretty much, I mean, the only other thing we... All right, we do have one more thing to talk about in qualifying. We can kind of skip over Q... Uh, the beginning of Q2, because it all happened right at the end of Q2. Max Verstappen, problems. Eight minutes left to go in Q2. Had not set a fast lap yet. And he blew his transmission. Drive shaft. I think it was. I think it actually ended up being his drive shaft that blew. But that boy was out in Q2. P15 is what he finished at. So 
I thought he was P14. He might have been P14 with um, how Leclerc finished with how his penalty worked out, but as uh, when he when he dropped out, yeah. he was P15. So because Valtteri was P14. Okay, so yeah, with Leclerc's penalty too, dropped him ten spots. He was just kind of right in the mix. But out in Q2, we had Max Verstappen, Botas, K Mag, Joey, and Hulkenberg. Unfortunately, both Hosses, which sucks for me. Um, but yeah, dude, Max with a transmission failure is what they're calling it. I think it was just a blown drive shaft, but that was, that was, I mean, the, it's what Martin said, dude, expect anything in formula one. You have to expect for anything to happen. Even when we're all expecting Max to win Q1, win Q2, win Q3, and then go on and win by 25 seconds, right when you're least expecting it, boom, you did a transmission failure and the entire race is up, is up in the air all, all of a sudden, which I'm stoked about. Well, interesting enough, that was their second transmission, too. Really? I didn't know that. So they're going to have – they have, what, one left for the season before they have to take a penalty? Yep. Okay. So, yeah, what expect the unexpected in Formula 1 is what we're saying. And even with that transmission having to take – if they have another one, that's going to be another issue later on in the season. And I think this is going to cause some, some headaches for Red Bull. They replace those transmissions about every six races. Okay. Um, so yeah, they're definitely going to get an extra grid penalty for that ahead of everybody else with their normal grid penalties. Right. So, I mean, the way Max raced through, through the race, I mean, the grid penalty is not going to really matter too much, but just, I mean, he started in 14th and that was, I mean, I said it from the beginning, I wanted to bet on him because I saw Max. I mean, everyone said, let's talk about uh, what Vegas was saying about it. Because that was interesting to me that he was still almost the favorite. Yeah, he was pretty much still the favorite. Uh, as soon as he dropped out, I was fired up. I was going to hammer the Max Verstappen money line like it was no tomorrow. I knew he was going to finish good still. Um, I mean, everyone expected him still to win from 14th because he has such fast car. And he was his odds to win the race were plus 150. And I think Sergio, who was on pole, was plus 400. So Max Verstappen was still the favorite to win the race ahead of his teammate who was on pole. And for me, that's not even, that's not even good enough value. Like plus 150 is not good value for Max Verstappen because at we that, all, ex- what's that? I'll say at that point, you know, I might have said on someone else. Hindsight's 2020. We should have taken Checo at plus 400. Exactly. And now that we, now that we're looking back at it, we we know the red the Red Bull is the fastest car, not Max Verstappen. I don't think. I think the Red Bull is the fastest car in track. Obviously, Max is a little bit faster than Checo, but the second half of that race, Checo held him off perfectly fine. He had no issue holding off Max Verstappen. He held him at a five second gap the last twenty seven laps of the race. Um, I mean, like what? I mean, it was funny before the race. Fernando said, "Yeah, Max will be in second place by lap twenty five. and even Max kind of laughed it off. He goes, "Ha ha." lap 25 like no way <laughs> and i think it was exactly lap 25 where he passed fernando alonso <laughs> so i mean that's just the comedic timing there is unbelievable by both of those guys but yeah lap 25 he was in p2 and he was storming storming through the field bro did you see his drs pass on george russell yeah oh yeah i think he had 27 kilometers an hour speed on speed advantage bro that's they said it on uh, like on broadcast, it looks like F2 to F1. And that's not a dig at any Mercedes engineer that built that car. 
And everyone's like, no, that's in, that's exactly what that is, Martin. That is a huge <laughs> dig at, at Mercedes. Like, what are you talking about? You can't just make fun of them like that. <laughs> so, yeah, they were just fucking – yeah, Max was storming through the field. But as soon as he caught Checo, he held him at a five-second gap the whole time. And I don't know if that's just street circuit Checo, uh, the master or the minister of defense, the Mexican minister of defense just stepping up or what. But I think it was the ability of Checo's God-given talent yeah. of being able after tires nobody does it like him dude yeah. he probably arguably one of the best at tire management i've seen in all my years watching formula one that's a good point charging through the field burning up his tires putting a lot of heat into him and he's trying to set fastest laps so by the end of the race his tires just fell off and he yeah. could it that is something that is something i want to bring up too is the the fastest laps um <clears throat> that's just some more drama for red bull bro i mean we need to put our fucking tinfoil hats on for this one did you actually have tinfoil? No, I was. That's, yeah, I'm going to put a tinfoil hat on for this one, bro, because something is happening at Red Bull, dude. I don't know what it is. Clearly, I mean, clearly they don't want Checo to be the world champion, and but they don't want Checo to know it. When he was leading the race, he called to his team and they said, how's, how's my pace? How's my pace? And they said, 33-0. Perfect. You're perfect, good pace. And then he asked, all right, well, what's Max's pace? And they said, 32-5. He's like, Checo says, well, what the fuck? You said my pace is good. I'm a half second behind a lap. Like, what What are we doing? And they're just, and they had nothing to say to him. Like, uh, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, you're right. Uh, we, You're right. You can step it up, I guess. And so that kind of just told Checo, like, man, these fuckers do not want me to win. And then at the end of the race, it was kind of reversed. It was kind of good to hear Christian Horner tell Max to fuck off because he asked Max, I was like, all right, who's got fastest lap? Like, what do we need to do? to get fastest lap. And Christian just says, Max, we're not worried about that right now. We're P1, P2, relax. We're not worried about that. And Max being the world champion that he is, he said, well, fuck you. Like, I'm worried about that. That's a world championship point. And he proceeded to go fuck himself and get that fastest lap and take it away from Checo, which sucks. <laughs> like, Checo had no idea. And they told him after the race, like, hey, Checo, you were a world champion. You were leading the world championship for one lap until Max took it away. And his face was just like... Oh, fuck you, man. Like, you got to be kidding me. That was his race. But Max is a world championship. Or Max is a world champion. He's going to take those points when he can get them. But it's weird, dude. Christian Horner's kind of fighting on both sides. He doesn't want Checo to fight as hard, but he's also not telling Max to get the championship points. I don't know. It's fucking weird what's going on at Red Bull. I just think that needs a tinfoil hat for something, dude. We don't want them to read our minds. It kind of reminds me of the Lewis Hamilton... Nico Rosberg drama. Yes, exactly the same, dude. No one knows who's actually in charge around there. And the the, the difference is, I think, you know, I've actually, I, I, I at the time, I Nico Rosberg as a driver. Yeah, I really like his personality. He's he's he was kind of just a dick to me, you know. Okay. But now, like Nico Rosberg, he kind of reminds me. He's like, I always became him to like the Tony Romo of Formula One. I can get that. I can get behind that. <laughs> I, he's got a really, like, whenever he comes on the um, F1 show and stuff, the way he breaks down stuff is really good. Yes. Yeah. He do. I mean, yeah, that's exactly like Tony. They Like, they both have the mind for, they both have brilliant sports minds for what their sport is. Like, Nico's F1 mind is, his IQ for F1 is unbelievably high. But that kind of gets in his way sometimes, especially when he's battling Lewis. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's kinda, I like Checo a lot, you know. Me too. I'm a big, he's, he's big, the goat. 
I've I've liked Checo since he was Force India. Yeah. Uh, also, dude, I want to bring up fucking Vyas first app. And I don't know if you saw what's happening with him. He got caught in 4K, bro. 4K. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Yas was having being the most unhappy person alive watching Checo <laughs> win that race, bro. Oh my god, dude. It's all over the internet. There's just a picture of Lewis Hamilton's dad congratulating Max after winning the world title in a in a very like like conspiracy theory way. And then there's a picture of Papa Papa Checo just being the happiest man in the world watching <laughs> watching Max. Yeah. He's just the happiest man in the world, regardless of if Checo's in last or if he finishes the race. I hear he's still in Mexico hugging people. I agree. I bet he's still on the streets of Mexico hugging every single Mexican fan that walks up to him to congratulate him. That's just who he is. And then there's Yas, bro, looking just dead, straightest face in the world. Doesn't even look at Checo, just straightforward, just eyes into stone, bro. The most unhappy human alive watching Checo win that race. Oh, my God. That was just so funny. And that's just that's Jasper Stappen for you. I'm surprised he didn't just leave Ch- uh, Max and fucking. Uh, honestly, I'm surprised he got he went to the like the finish line to, to like congratulate him for a second. Because, <laughs> but yeah, that that uh, those back to back images were just unbelievable. I was like, all right, everyone fucking hates Yas again. Like everything that he did is just boom right back in everyone's face. <laughs> I've got some some stuff to say about Yas that I can't say on live. But, Live on the pod. You'll have to tell me after. I want to hear the. I want to hear the juice. <laughs> it's uh, nothing. It's nothing personal. No, no, no. It's nothing slanderous. It's just you. You, you know, I just wouldn't want it to get out. As a I, public view. <laughs> well, you know, it's. I, I got. I got told it by somebody at Red Bull. Ooh. So yeah. You don't don't, want, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll keep. We'll keep this one quiet on the pod. But we'll slowly leak it in through other <laughs> yeah. through other terms. But yeah, we want to hear the juice. Yeah, no, I can't, I can't, I can't disclose stuff like that. It's um, not that, like it's damning. It's just you'd be like, oh, well, that sounds on brand. Yeah, that's just, yeah, that check that checks out. <laughs> um, dude. So during the race, we got some more FIA fuckery to talk about. Um, Fernando starting the race. Another, we got another starting grid penalty from the from the marshals three seconds after the race starts, we had Fernando Alonso with a five second penalty after starting group procedure in this race. Like what the fuck are we doing? Are the drivers honestly doing it that bad? Or is this, are they just being super sensitive this year? I think they're being sensitive, but I think they are too, dude, because I looked at a picture of uh, the entire grid all the way down. The, all four, all four top drivers were not in their grid box. The only one that was off center, like left and right off center, was Fernando. So Fernando was off center, left and right, and he was a little forward. But all three of the other top four racers were well forward of the yellow line. And I'm looking at this picture like, fucking none of these guys are lined up correctly. Why is yeah. Fernando the only one getting a penalty for this? So I guess if you're if you're cheating over to the left, you got a better angle to get to the racing line. I mean, I guess in that specific corner, but I mean, it's just, I don't know. The FIA just seems like they're bonered out about this this year. And that's two races in a row that we had a penalty and let's go for it again. Two races in a row that they said that they served the penalty incorrectly, which this is more tinfoil haddish than ever before, because the funniest thing ever did. Aston Martin 
they so they finished P3. We'll say they finished P3. Great race for Fernando. Right after the race, they said, no, no, no. You had a you had a 10 second penalty because you didn't serve your five second penalty correctly. They're like, what the fuck? It was the same thing that happened to Ocon last race is that they had tools on the race car before the five seconds was up. And they and that count constitutes as starting work on the car, right? Mm-hmm. And so this time it was Aston Martin. It was the Jackman. It wasn't a wrench, but with the Jackman, he had the Jack like on the car ready to pump as soon as it was up. And so the FI said, nope, that's a penalty. And luckily, Aston Martin's just baller. They printed out seven pictures, seven individual pictures where this was the case, where someone had a Jack on the car ready to pump. And then so the FI re-reversed their call. They said, actually, you know what? You're right. That doesn't constitute as working on the car. So you know what, Fernando? You get P3 back. George Russell fucking shipped that trophy back to Aston Martin, which is awesome, dude. The memes coming out of George Russell have just sent. Oh, yeah, please. Where, yeah, where they took the – I thought it was great where they, they literally took the, the trophy out of Mercedes' trophy case. Yes. Put it in the seat, seat and then they buckled the seatbelt, drove it to Silverstone, and handed it <laughs> to Aston no. On dude, whoever's running the who the whoever the admin is on the Mercedes AMG uh, Instagram page is king right now, bro. That dude, whoever it is, it's got to be some fourteen year old kid, but that they're making some high quality content out of their failures right now. Like, dude, George Russell, the T the T meme is just flying <laughs> right now. Everything that they have has George Russell like with the T, and then now this he like George Russell's polishing the trophy for Fernando, dude. It's just some of this stuff that they're putting out is awesome. I like how they're just, you know, taking the whole thing about George Russell being like a bumbly Brit, you know, it just Yes, dude, they're just they're steering into they're steering into it, bro. Like they're like, you know what, this we're not getting away from this image, so let's just fucking ride with it, George. <laughs> like I feel like George Russell definitely wears new balances. Oh hey, yeah, definitely. But hey, don't talk shit about new balance. I got some new balance, bro. New balance are where it's at. Says the Corvette owner. Dude, oh yeah, yeah, you exactly, bro. I got jorts, I got New Balance, I got, I got it all. I got tucked into my jorts. I got my shirt tucked into my jorts. It's, I got the whole, the whole nine yards. T-shirt tucked into the jorts. Exactly, bro. <laughs> Dude, how do you? Speaking of New Balance, how do you put your socks and shoes on? Do you put one sock, one shoe, like sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or do you go sock, shoe, sock, shoe? I, I go sock, shoe. Sock, sock, shoe. No, I see. I go sock, shoe, sock, shoe. Wait, so you put your sock on? Yes, and then you. Shoe on. Yes. Put your other sock on, and then you put your other shoe on? That is correct. You're a serial killer. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's... I'm telling you. I told this to all my friends last night. We talked about this. Bro, it is a much more efficient way to put your shoes on. I have a question. When you played hockey, did you go sock skate? Sock skate? No, because I had to tape my socks usually. I usually, like, tape the shit out of my socks. So I, like, socked up, and then I taped, and then I did skate-skate. See, that's how I was, too, because I had to tape, because I had the goalie, you know. Yeah. See, I, I just didn't to... know how to I just didn't know how to tie my shit and anything, so I just had to tape everything to myself. Um, But, yeah, no, I go, so- I go sock-shoe right now. Sock-shoe, sock-shoe. Now, like, the, all my gear, it was, it was in that order of, like, both my socks taped. Right. Sh- Skate, skate, right. Then pad, tie it off, tie it off both pads, and then pads up, buckle. You know. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You gotta try. You gotta try it one. Sock shoe, sock shoe. Because you slide your sock on, and then boom, you're already you're in position 
So you just grab the shoe and put it on. It's just right there. It's so funny that you asked me this because now you're bringing up this memory in my mind. Yesterday I was getting ready for work. And I was so unorganized. I had just done laundry. I put my sock on. I realized my shoes were closer to me than my pile of clean socks. Right. right? Yeah. So I was like, should I try? Should I try sock shoe? And I was like, no, dude, I don't want I'm not a I, I literally got up to relocate my socks and then sat back. <laughs> Stop it, bro. <laughs> See, now that's the most inefficient way you could have done it. <laughs> oh my god, bro. See, I we're getting off topic here. <laughs> Fans, let us know uh, if yeah. Give sock- us give us your take. We need. I'm going to put a poll on our Instagram page on our on our story. Sock shoe, sock shoe, or sock sock shoe shoe. And you let us know who's the, who's the real psychopath around here. When we finally get on the grid walk. That's what I'm going to be asking all the drivers. <laughs> Dude, I guarantee you, Danny Danny Rick will answer it. <laughs> Everyone else will probably look at us like we're fucking insane. But you know what? We'll get a couple. You know I what? Danny Rick thought would- about that. How many? All right, tell me right now. Who on the grid right now where goes sock shoe, sock shoe, like I like a serial killer like me? Nick DeVries. <laughs> that checks out, bro. He wants to be a serial killer so bad like Max Verstappen. He's, he's willing to do anything it takes. He wants I, to be hard. I can already see Danny Ricardo if you asked him being like, what are you, what are you a fucking psychopath? Dude, I can't wait to ask him, dude. It's going to be great at Coda. We're going to talk to him at Coda, and that's going to be our one question. That's going to be the Village A question. I like that. Like, everyone's going to be asking all these F1 questions. They're going to come up. Dude, it's like it's like the uh, the pre, like the the media day for the Super Bowl. You get all, like, the kids who run pages and, like, the random, like, the random podcast who happen to get, like, a Super Bowl pass for, like, one for the media day. And they go in and they get to like talk with their iPhone and ask Tom Brady, like, who's your fucking hero? And he says, my dad, like a tool. Who was the one uh, I just watched? I think I just sent it to you where they ask. I can't remember who it was. He played for the he's, he's on the the Eagles. And um, they asked him, like, what's one fact that people should know about you? And he goes, I've got a foot fetish. Yes, dude. It's like, no, no, not what you're supposed to say, dude. Not we were asking. Like, let's move it on. Who was it asking it? Because he's, uh, who was that? Man, I can't remember. The, the, uh, the names are. Fle- it might have been Fletcher Cox, bro. might have been Fletcher Cox. And he, he looks at him and he, you can just see that face like, you're nasty, bro. He's like, like dude, not what we, no. You, dude, we're on national television. I'm talking to children here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that's going to be our question for the grid. So moving on to. What happened during the race? Sorry, we got a little off track there. I just had to know. I had to know what Nick thought about that. <laughs> um, safety cars, dude. We had what one or two? We had Matt. We had Lance Stroll just happened to stop his car. You're done. That was early though, wasn't it? I don't remember. I don't think it was that early. Uh, I got right. That was yeah. It was lap 18. Uh, Lance was out. He was P6 when he dropped out too. Which sucks because he was he was having a great race too. Yeah, he had a great qualifying. Um, and then, so I got at that point is max was P four after lap 16. I have, so I have max P four and I wrote in bold in my notes. This is the moment I realized I fucked up and should have taken max plus plus one fifty. I should have, I was like, at this moment I was like, God damn it. I should have just taken some money, like a $50 bet to win me 75 bucks. Like whatever. I should have just taken it. Luckily though, I didn't max turned out. He was P two at lap 25. He was 5.6 behind Sergio. 
And I believe he finished 5.7 behind Sergio at the end of the race. So our guy, the master of defense, the minister of defense, however you want to say it, our, it was fucking, he proved his street circuit God name tag for sure. Is that really a street circuit? Yes, yeah, street circuit. Is it really though? Because it's like, there's like two corners that are on the road. <laughs> yeah. The street circuits like, uh, like Miami. Yeah, it's not, exactly. It's, it's like, is it, a, is it, it's around, it's like in a parking lot, but <laughs> it's like in the parking lot of Miami Dolphins stadium, but I guess that's considered the street. Like you could get a DUI there. So yeah, it goes under I-95. Like, yeah, <laughs> but like, Hey, Vegas is, Vegas is a street is a real street circuit this year. Yeah. That's going to be exciting. I dude, I think Checo has a real shot to win. It's a night race. Checo likes nights races and a legit street circuit with, I think that's going to be a fun race. Yo, so my buddy at Red Bull, I was telling him about our issue about Vegas and he's just like, why don't you just get a hotel room at the Bellagio? And I'm like, who the fuck do you think I am? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bro, we're we're not at the fucking Hard Rock. We're at the fucking Banana Bay, six miles down, not on the strip. What are you talking about here? (laughs) No, we're at the fucking Motel 6. (laughs) Dude, I actually did look since I actually have 14 free nights at MGM resorts because I'm a degenerate. And so I have a ton of free points and chip and I looked up uh, how to get a room for the race and every single, every single hotel that is lined the racetrack is blacked out for that entire weekend. So no matter how many points you have, no matter who you are, you're blacked out from using your points. You actually have to pay the money up front, and it's like $14,000 a night. Because people realize, like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to sit on my balcony of the Bellagio and have the best view of the race of all time. And I don't need to buy a ticket. I don't need to buy all this shit. I can just sit in my fucking hotel room. So they're like $15,000 a night. But unfortunately, I did look. I, I was like, man, I got two weeks free. I was like, I'm going to – I thought to myself, too, I was like, I'm going to just book. It was before that they came out with the dates of the race. I should have done it, too. I'll have to do it next year before the schedule comes out. I You just book every weekend – because they told us this year, it's like, it's going to be in February. We don't know what weekend yet. It's going to be in February. And I should have just booked all four weekends and then just canceled the other three as soon as they dropped it. That would have been the plan. That would have been the play. But yeah, dude, I tried I tried using my points and, they were, and the MGM just said, no, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you you got to pay for this one, boy. <laughs> I was thinking next year because I looked at to getting Raskast tickets for Monaco. Ooh. And they're actually pretty affordable if you get them early. But wow. how how cool would that be to be sitting at the bar at Raskas? Oh my god, dude! I would die. That would be next. My brother was trying to go to Monaco this year for uh, for the Grand Prix, but he just bought a house, so he, that kind of screwed his Monaco trip. <laughs> we wouldn't even stay in Monaco, dude. We would no, we would have to stay in the hills somewhere else. We would get like a hostel in Marcellus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We couldn't stay in a hotel. I don't have I don't have Monaco hotel money. No, because like that one hotel by uh, Casino Corner, that's where a lot of people stay. And that, that was really fucking expensive. But Raskas isn't too bad. Really? But, well, so Raskas is the name of the bar. Right. And so like, it's kind of just like a bar. So like an open, like I, it's, I think you pay the bar, like you pay a flat rate. It's like $1,000 to get in that day. Uh-huh. But I think it's open bar. Bro, if it's open bar, thousand dollars, we'll 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 drink up that thousand dollars real fast. Oh yeah, dude, real <laughs> fast. 
<laughs> and then you know how many like Formula One like heroes we fucking just see in the bar at Raz? Oh, dude, I guarantee, I guarantee that's where like Kimmy Racken and staying. Actually, Kimmy's probably on his yacht, but we'll probably be able to like wander over to the marina and find everyone. <laughs> Any story where he was like passed out in a bar wasn't that at Raskas? It was in that. It was. It was. I don't know if it was at Raskas. I remember. I don't know if we're thinking of the same story. Is when he crashed in Monaco, and instead of walking back to the pit, he found someone's party boat and just hopped on. And was like, "Ah, fuck the pits. I'm just staying here." And he just hung out on the boat for like an hour. That's fucking legendary. I mean, that's Kimmy for you, baby. That's our. That's our guy. <laughs> um. No, because I think wasn't that Jeremy's story about meeting Kimmy Raikkonen? He was like at a bar and. It he was, passed. yeah, it, yeah, uh, yeah. Clarkson had to, he had to drive, he had to drive around the Monaco Grand Prix in like a Citroen, uh, like station wagon or something, and he was asking all, he was trying to find all the drivers to ask them tips and stuff. So he found Kimmy at Raskas, while Richard and James found a party boat and got hammered. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the story of that one. Yeah, I do remember that. Uh, I thought the story was that like Kimmy was fucked up too. He probably was. I mean, yeah, Kimi Raikkonen at a bar and you just find him, like, ask him questions about the racetrack. I'm sure he's not sober. <laughs> Especially one that he's not racing in. Yeah, he's definitely, he's just there to party. Um. So, hey, real quick, before we move on, let's get a word in from our sponsor, Impact Tees. Uh, so, at Impact Tees, they are here to, to create an affordable golf training aid that's convenient for any golfer of any skill. That includes you, Nick. Uh, this patent pending product gives instant feedback for your swing. Uh, if you swing incorrectly, it'll tell you. Swing right, st- the T stays in place. So we got a couple of these sets. I've been starting to use them a lot while on the golf course. And these things, let me tell you what, they freaking work. Uh, it's just a little tool that does exactly what it tells you. Um, it's just really good for consistency. It's just a nice little training aid right before I get on the course to get some dialed in, pressing the ball correctly. And their thing is swing right, and the T stays in place. So thanks again to our sponsor, Impact Tees. Um, initiate your smooth tempo with Impact Tees. Check them out on their Instagram, at Impact Tees, and use code VILLAGEA for 15% off your checkout. Um, Moving on. George Russell, he is a selfish little prick. A little hot take for you there. Uh, and let me tell you why, dude. Dude is such an idiot. He's just blatantly disobeying team orders because he thought he had a chance at Fernando Alonso and dude, that kid's just, he, George Russell thinks he's hot shit. He thinks he's, he thinks he's number one on the team for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know if you caught this during the race. He refused, refused to let Hamilton take on, take on Fernando, which was the right call. I can see that. I mean, for a lot of the weekend, he was showing a lot more race pace than Hamilton until the actual race. I can see that too. And I completely agree. But dude, when they're on completely different tire strategies, completely different pit strategies, and Lewis is clearly gaining on him for multiple laps before his team is telling him, Hey, move over, bro. Let Lewis fight for Nana because he's got medium tires. He's got newer tires. You're on old hards, like let him through. And George Russell goes on the radio and says, penalty. They got a penalty. He has to serve a penalty. Let me push. And they come back on the radio like, dude, he does not have a penalty. Like, what are you talking about? He does not have a penalty. And George Russell literally goes on the radio and goes, oh, shit. Like, like he literally they had no idea. And that, in that moment, you got to listen to your team and 
listen to what they're telling you. It's happened before with Ferrari. Like when they tell you to pit, even if it's the wrong time, you have to listen to your, you're to listen to your head coach, bro. You're not in charge. You don't know everything else happening around you. And George Russell thinks he does. And that pisses me off. That reminds me of Kimmy again, where they're like, Kimmy, pit, pit, pit. And he goes in the pit lane. And then they're like, no, stay out, stay out, stay out. Yes. You're fucking eight. Yes. <laughs> that was, uh, that was Ch- uh, Charles Leclerc, yeah, Monaco. It's like pit, oh, pit. Yeah, but the Kimmy one was better. Really? Yeah, because awesome. Kimmy's here. Yeah, Kimmy, yeah. You just feel bad for Charles. Kimmy's just like, he, I wanna, I, I'm going to have to look that one up. Yeah, he goes, he goes, well, too fucking late, guys. Yeah. <laughs> too late. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, oh, shit. He's pissed now. And they just said, they just said, like, acknowledge. <laughs> Dude, that pretty much happened to Ferrari this weekend, too. I don't know if you heard that one. Um, Leclerc's little fuck up with Yavi, his race engineer. Yavi goes on the radio and says, um, hey, Hamilton's in the pit. Like you need to put, like you need to push. Like Hamilton's in the pit. He's le- or he's leaving pit lane now. You need to push. And Leclerc goes, "You shitting me? You're telling me now, like Yavi? You have to tell me as he's going into the pit. Like I don't have time to fucking to, to close this gap in the four seconds while he's exiting pit lane." And he just Yavi just goes, "Copy." <laughs> Leclerc goes, "No, no, I'm serious, bro. Like you have to say something more than copy. Like this is bullshit." I saw this great meme with uh, the. It was uh, Walter White and uh, that dude. Oh, Mark Amontrout. Yes. Yeah. Amontrout. Yes. Yes. When when you're a Ferrari pit crew and you realize you just sent Leclerc out on used wets and you gave things a mix of mediums and soft. <laughs> <laughs> They're just looking around like, what the fuck do we do? What do we do? What do we do? <laughs> oh my god, bro. So that's just more. That's just more Ferrari. I mean, that wasn't really a fuck up. I I, w- I might add it to the 2023 Ferrari fuck up list as just a race engineer is clueless to what's happening around around him. But just the way they interact, he's like, Yavi, you have to tell me before. Copy. <laughs> he's like, no, 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 fucking serious. Like this is bullshit. <laughs> he was not happy with his response, bro. So that was great. I think at the end of the year we should just do a compilation of pissed off Charles Leclerc. Oh, dude. I just, it was just like a full, it would be like a five minute YouTube video, bro. <laughs> of all the, and it would just be a consecutive, it would I'd be depressing, but hopefully we can probably, we could probably get a full five minutes out of them though. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much, that pretty much wraps up what happened until Max caught, um, Checo. We, we kind of already talked about what happened with Checo and Max, like the race pace and all the, all the drama happened around it. But I mean, if you're thinking about your team and the only drama you have to deal with right now is who's going to win the world championship. I mean, that's a pretty fucking good problem to have. I'll say that it's say, fuck off. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> it's, it's not very, I mean, it's like, it's we I heard on the radio this morning, I was listening to abs radio and they were talking about um, once we're all healthy, like what are the, what are the line, who are the line mates? And they go all through line one, line two, line three. And they're like, well, where the fuck are we, where are we going to put this guy? Is he really going to be a line four guy? Like shit, uh, he's like a he's like a second liner, and it's like, man, this is a this is a good problem to have though. When you when you're looking at all your lines, like, nah, this guy's too good for line four, but we legit don't have room for anywhere else. For that's a good problem to have. Fourth line isn't even like a bad like it's literally like it could be a second line of a team like San Jose. Exactly, exactly, and it's just like that's just a, that's just a good problem to have is when you're when you're fighting you when you're fighting yourself for who's best. 
I mean, you're in a good spot. So, um, five laps to go though in this race, um, is really kind of when Red Bull, when Max started pushing and squabbling for it. But dude, the minister of defense, and he was leading the championship. Our guy was leading for one second, for one lap. He was leading until Max took it from him. Um, but P2, Max, P3, Fernando, that was his 100th podium, bro, in Formula 1. Fernando? Yeah, his 100th podium, Fernando Alonso. He is the sixth person ever to get there. Crazy to me to think three years ago we were watching his, what we thought would be last race in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. And you could tell at that time he was done because they're like, push, we need this point, we need this point. And he was like, I've got over 12,000 points in my career. It really doesn't mean anything to me. Yep. And, and that was a huge moment. It was like, oh, no, he's, he's really done, dude. He doesn't care at all. And then now we see this old Fernando. He's happy and he's. Dude, we see, we've seen a resurgence just in his attitude. Just because it's weird. Like, he's smiling. He's happy with the podium, dude. He's not. He's not disappointed in third. Like old Fernando would have been kind of pissed off, like because he with a podium. If you're on the podium, you have a car that's generally good enough to win the race, right? Right now, Fernando's just like shit, man. This is just a bonus onto my career right now. Like my career was over, like it was done, set in stone. People were writing books about me, like it was fucking money. And he started fading, and then all of a sudden he's coming back, and it's just everything from this moment forward. Every podium, every point is just uh, just cherry on top, bro. It's just yeah, fucking awesome. It's just another another thing for him. It's just so nice to see him happy and having fun and like goofing around and and like that podium picture where the meme. Yeah, I've talked a lot where, where it's like one and two and they're just kind of like average and then Fernando's up there chugging the bottle of champagne. Dude, it's literally the exact dude. It, it's literally he, the meme. Like they it put is it the up. it is the yeah the third place guy. Could not be the happy, could not be any happier to, and it's, we're just, yeah, I'm happy to see Fernando. It's exactly what we needed from, since we lost Kimmy, which he was our like happy-go-lucky old man, like at the end of his career. And now we got Fernando and hopefully we have uh, Lewis Hamilton like next year. <laughs> uh, no, I hope we got, I hope we got Fernando and Lewis for the next couple of years. I think, honestly, I think we'll probably get Fernando for two or three more years, the way he's racing and the way Aston Martin's going up. I don't think Lewis will retire anytime soon. I think Lewis will go to Ferrari before he retires straight up. That's a hot nope. take. I think he's out of McLaren by next year. I think he's out of Mercedes? Yeah, that's what I'm at. That's a hot take. Dude, I'm telling you what, bro. He's been rumored to – or he's been on record of saying that he would still like to drive for Ferrari. And if Mercedes cannot put together the the car that is needed to to compete in world championship, he will he will move on. Now, doesn't he have a huge contract though? Still, yeah, I think he I think he signed like an eight year contract like four years ago. He still got a he still has quite a bit of time left. But well, this is a, contracts don't matter. We learned that ex- exactly. But I mean, they might in the coming years because you know who could really use that eighteen million dollars they paid uh, Daniel Ricardo this year, Nick. McLaren? Yeah, they could really fucking use it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so yeah, that that it might that might be the, the straw that breaks the camel's back saying that you know what? These contracts might matter in the future because now in the Mc- Yeah, I bet McLaren is looking back now like, man, you know what? I actually we, we could have just kept Daniel for one more year, made Nick made Oscar wait and saved eighteen million dollars for car design. 
Sorry. But um, question. hey, uh, what else we got to talk about during the race? You got anything else for the race? This is something I need to research. Do costs? Do I'm sure driver contracts don't come out of the cost cap. Yeah, there's no way because Lewis makes like six hundred million dollars a year. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. Um, but that's I, you need to allocate to different things. Yeah, there must be some budget. There must be something with the F. There's because there's no way they could just pay their drivers whatever they fucking want. There must be some sort of salary cap. I don't think I don't know if it has anything to do with the budget, like the cost cap for their car. But there must be some sort of salary cap. We'll have to we'll have to look well, that up. There's no salary cap. You don't think but, so? No, there's definitely not. Because that's why for the longest time, Formula One drivers were the highest paid athletes. It checks out. I mean, they have the most like billionaire sponsors in the world. Michael Schumacher was like the highest paid athlete for a while, like over Michael Jordan and shit. Did you know Tiger Woods is number one? Is he now? Yeah, he's dude. He's made a billion dollars twice in his career. He made a billion and then had to give half of it to his wife and then made a billion back. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so what's that? Tiger Woods is just a gangster. Dude, Tiger Woods is, dude. You see how he just broke up with his most recent girlfriend? The most gangster thing I've ever seen. He told his girlfriend, yeah, we're going on vacation. Uh, if you just want to pack your bags, uh, meet us at the airport. Oh, by the way, our car is full. So if you want to take that other car, we'll meet you at the airport. She hops in the other car, and he says his lawyer's there. Boom. Get out of my house, bitch. You're gone. And she already packed all her shit to go on vacation. Locked the doors, changed the locks, everything, bro. You're gone. I mean, that's a gangster right there. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm looking. What are you looking up? The top paid athletes. I want to see what the if any of the F1 drivers are in the top right now. I mean, Lewis has got to be a Lewis is a billionaire, isn't he? No, we're talking about their value, of their contracts. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But I, I, I think Lewis is is a billionaire. Who do you think the number one is? Number one paid right now. Yeah. Um. I honestly bet it's George Russell because he just signed with Mercedes. No, I'm talking about number one paid athlete in the world. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Mike Trout, baseball. No. Uh, I'm going to say Aaron Aaron Judge, baseball again. No, not baseball. Um, it's not Tiger. Um, it might still be a golfer with the fucking with the Saudi Arabian Live League, bro. Speaking of Saudi Arabia, it might be a golfer, dude, because those bitches they paid Phil Mickelson two hundred million dollars to shoot seventy five. I shot seventy four last week. <laughs> Fuck these guys. <laughs> fucking Saudi Arabia, bro. They should have paid me that two hundred million. <laughs> I'm surprised you you don't get it. Oh, fuck, I don't know, dude. Lionel Messi. Oh God. Damn it, you're right. I can't believe I didn't get that. Forgot about soccer. Oh, dude. I bet him and Mbappe both make like $120 million a year for, for freaking Arsenal. Well, fucking Lionel plays for Paris now. Oh, yeah, 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 PSG. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you knew PSG. Yeah, baby. Um, yeah, so his contract for on field is worth $75 million a oh year. Oh, God. <laughs> and oh, then my for his God. Appearances, he gets fifty-five million. I bet it's way more too. After winning the World Cup, bro, I bet it's way more. I bet next year, I bet his next year off the field is gonna be a hundred plus. Guess who number two is? Fuck, dude. 
Is it someone I know? Yeah, you know him. Who? I don't know if I think you don't like him. I like him. LeBron. Bronny, yeah. Yeah, LeBron. fuck LeBron. <laughs> Which is crazy. 62? Huh? How much does he make a year? 62 million? No, he makes 41. Oh, but his off field is like 80 million. Oh my god, bro. And then we start then we start getting into the Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes at like 45. Oh, then we're still in fucking soccer. Really? Yeah, we got Cristiano Ronaldo. Is there any Formula One in the top like 10? KG? Yeah, I guess that's on brand. Steph Curry. Is there any Formula One? Anywhere close? They're close. They're not in the top 10 this year. I want to see who's... Yeah, let me look up the highest paid Formula 1 driver. Who do you think it's... it is? Yeah. Positive it's Lewis. For this season? Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Okay, this is... This is shocking. Salaries range from $1 million to $55 million for F1 drivers. So we got, oh, are you ready for this? this is about to, you're about to shit your pants, Nick. This is some good content. Huh. Max Verstappen, number one, 55 million a year. Checo, 10 million a year. Max makes five times what Checo makes. Wow. Lewis Hamilton, 35 million a year. George Russell, 8 million. Leclerc, 24. Carlos Sainz, 12. Leclerc makes twice of what Carlos Sainz makes, bro. Lando, oh God, dude. Lando Norris, 20 million a year. Oscar Piastri, two. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, bro. Well, that makes sense. He's basically on a rookie contract, so it starts at about a million. Valtteri, our guy, dude, getting, getting the bag, 10 million. Fernando, five million, making the same as K Mag, dude. K Mag's getting paid five million. That's legit. They only paying Hulkenberg two. Wow. So here's here's an interesting add on. So in 2019, Lewis was number ten of all time athletes. Really? At four hundred million. Oh wow. For the year. Yeah, but that's when he was fucking slapping everyone's cock. Yeah, but that I bet he probably made sixty million dollars <laughs> from Mercedes that year, and then another three hundred from off-track nonsense from like because dude, he's a Lewis is a, a really good investor too. Well, I mean, that's when he was fucking winning every, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is the most fucking one-sided we've seen an F one car." I'm like, "No, it's not." Nope, nope, just kidding, just kidding. Yeah, dude, even even <laughs> Lewis said, it. "Dude, Lewis said." This is yeah. Lewis said this is this is probably the fastest, like most one sided F one car I've ever seen. And everyone's like, "Dog, do you not remember your race car? It was a fucking dragon, like six weeks, like three years ago. Like, what are we talking about?" <laughs> yeah, two laps after the safety car, and it was already like eight seconds ahead of the. Yeah, field. like you were literally <laughs> riding a fucking dragon, bro. Like, no. <laughs> I kind of I miss that Mercedes, man. Dude, me too. It was a uh, it was a W fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, that thing. I mean, I might have to get I might have to get a model of one of those. Dude, that's that's like that's probably the fastest car Roarer gonna see. I mean, he that car still has like half the lap records. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, this was before the rule changed. I mean, that was when nobody could follow each other. So it was <laughs> right. just a watch, just fucking wake turbulence. I was thing. just about to say, it's just like a wake turbulence, bro. Good luck driving behind that. <laughs> but, dude, wow, those salaries are kind of shocking. Max making 55 compared to 10 million from, dude, split that up. Give them both 25. Yeah, Max would quit. Yeah, you're right. Dude. Yeah, how did Matt Ryan make it on the list? And Matt Ryan, the like Matty Ice? Yeah, from the Falcons? Fuck yeah, I love Matty Ice. <laughs> he he did in 2014, he made the list. Fuck yeah, he did, dude. He was he was a gangster back then, dude. <laughs> that was before he blew up his leg. Peyton Manning in 2012. Dude, how much is Lewis invested into the Broncos? Is he like a – is he just a minority stake owner or is he like a legitimate owner? No, he's a minority. Okay. But he's – What's that? He is a minority shareholder, but he's on the board. Is that like Rosa Parks? Rosa Parks. Not Rosa Parks fucking um, – oh, right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Not Rosa Parks. Stretch. <laughs> I'm probably going to get shit for that one. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Uh, Condoleezza. Not even close. <laughs> hey, dude, she was the first black woman to get to go to Augusta National. Close was she? Yeah, she was, first, she was the first woman, first woman to ever be a member at Augusta National and first black woman. Really? Yeah, dude, Condoleezza's kind of a gangster. Who else? Uh, we gotta just for them real quick while while, while we're on this fucking tangent. The mon the minority stakes for the Broncos. Yeah, it's it's a fucking it's wild. a long dude. It's a laundry list of like super. It's like the TGR. Um, it's like the Tiger Woods sports. Like Lewis Hamilton's an investor, Lando Norris investor, Michael Jordan's an investor. It's like the who's who. But. Dude, Broncos season's coming up real soon. They're talking about building. I don't know if you heard, since you're not in Colorado, but they're they sent out an email to all the season ticket holders that they're fucking building a new stadium. What? Yeah. They're not. I mean, I know they're not. Did you? I don't know if you've driven by there recently. Have you seen the fucking huge ass scoreboard they're putting up? Yeah, it's sick, actually. App around like the whole south end zone. Yeah. So they're doing that for the next like five to ten years. But they sent an email out to all the owner to all the season ticket holders, like, hey. Uh, we're just kind of getting a poll. Like, if we were going to build a new stadium, where would you guys want it? And, like, a whole bunch of shit. Like, and they're saying that they're probably going to put it, like, Commerce City or out by the airport. That's what I was, that's what I was just thinking. And I was like, thinking about it. Cause, like, how much that land that it's on is worth. Yeah. Like, being that close to downtown, I could see the owners of the, the team being like, why don't we sell, sell that real estate to develop it? Put a giant Walmart. <laughs> no, they would put like a fucking huge apartment complex or something. That's it's the Waltons. They own Walmart. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe they. Own <laughs> it, would, it would turn into the biggest Walmart ever. <laughs> but yeah, but then they put it out in the middle of nowhere. I, I bet they'd buy the airport, like kind of like Green Valley area. Yeah, it'd be right. It'd be right by like the Gaylord Hotel. And so, like, I'm sitting here thinking, I was like, the one of the things that all these stadiums and all these sports things are getting moved out of town because of that that real estate so expensive. Yeah, the, the gridlock. But it's so cool. One of the things that makes that stadium cool is that it is like right in downtown. That's, dude, 
That's what Tyler Columbus, that's what all these guys were saying on the radio this morning. Like, you can't fucking take it out of Denver. They're all saying, like, tear down Eliches and put fucking Eliches out there and use that big-ass parking lot and put a new stadium. And that's what I honestly think they should do. Eliches fucking sucks. Eliches can suck it. Come at me, everyone in Colorado. Come at me. Fuck Eliches. Put the new stadium there. Dude, fucking, you know who should buy Eliches? Who? Lewis? Matt Stone, Trey Parker. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be really fun, actually, dude. The South Park guys? <laughs> yeah. They, dude. They'd probably make that place a fucking riot. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they bought Casa Benita. That was a big deal. Yeah, dude. They're turning that motherfucker around. I think it opens May May 2nd or May 8th this year is the, the grand reopen. We have to go. Apparently, they have like 12,000 people on the fucking wait list to get in. Dude, I'm gonna have to do a live pod from Costa Benita. I'm gonna have to, you're, gonna, you're gonna have fucking people jumping off the high rope into the pool behind me. I think we probably just lost all of our European listeners. <laughs> no idea what we're fucking hey, talking if you're, about. If you're a European guy still listening, this is a solid hour pod we got going on. So if you're if you're still listening, you're one of the OGs, you'd love us. So this is what you're this is what you're asking for, bro. You see we got a couple real solid reviews on iTunes, bro. These guys actually love us. I was going to say real quick while we're on the note of Denver, did you know that they used to have a cup race in Denver? Oh, really? Yeah, like Formula 3. Really? Yeah, a street circuit in Denver. Do you remember <laughs> that? Dude, why? I mean, I know why they don't do it now is because it's just, you know, just be right corner after right corner. There's no, there's no like, I mean, I thought we thought about this. You'd have to like do it across the highway, like across I-25, like, towards blake street like that cool like sweeping like bridge that'd be fun you could go up uh you could go up uh steel there's see you could make it pretty decent you could make it pretty decent yeah like right right where like first and steel then turns into spear yeah and then it kind of it tracks the platte river yep. and you get in curve from the river where it's got to follow it and then you take like a sharp right hander onto broadway bro i've thought about it yeah, we should. You should actually. We should make this. We should plan this out and send it to the FIA because you know they just shut down the London plan, right? Did they? Yeah, dude. London, uh, the city of London, like sent a proposal and a proposed track to the FIA, and the FIA just said, "Nope, that looks like shit. Sorry, <laughs> that's an awful track design." <laughs> so yeah, we they're looking. They are currently looking for another tracks if they're asking London for the London like street circuit GP. So shit, man, we could have four tracks here in the States, right? I don't think Denver would get it. Dude, I think it dude, an altitude a high altitude track would be fun. There already is a high altitude track. Where? It's higher than Denver. Fuck, where is it Brazil? Mexico City. Oh God, you're oh yeah it is Brazil. Yeah, Mexico is like eight thousand feet. Yeah Mexico City's high as fuck. <laughs> Um, what else we got? Oh, dude, I want to talk about our fantasy Formula One, dude. We got, we actually have, we have four people on our league now. I don't know if you saw this. We had two, we had two people just join our league. I don't even know if my picks hit. Like, I didn't get a notification or anything. Yeah, I didn't get, uh, your picks were in. Uh, me and you dominated. Uh, me and you are one and two in our league. We have, we have two people. F. Ocon is one other name, which is funny. (laughs) And then I, we have a Hannah Banana. So we have a girl, and then we have us three. Let's go. Look at this. We got, we got some stats, bro. So right now I'm leading. Um, I, I look pretty – I had pretty good. I had 219 points. 
Nick, you're right behind me with. I just had it. I just lost it. Oh, son of a bitch. Leagues. My league. Um, I'm at 219. Nick, you're at 181. Uh, F. O'Con is at 125. And Hannah Banana is at 40. So a tough week for Hannah. <laughs> let, me, let me look at her team real quick, actually. Let's see. Sorry to talk shit on you. Um, George Russell, 22 points. Lance Stroll, minus 19. Oof. Valtteri, minus two. Pierre Gasly, five. And Lewis Hamilton, 13. Oof. And then she has McLaren as one of her teams. Oof. <laughs> Tough week for our girl. <laughs> but, hey, dude, we got four people, hopefully. So if you uh, if you want to join our fan, uh, Fantasy Formula 1 team, which is the Village A-Pod, uh, join that. It's a ton of fun. Um, I, don't think you have, I don't think you repick or anything for this week. Your team's all set, Nick. Um, oh, I gotta. Re- I don't gotta repick. I don't think so. I think we're. I'm pretty sure we're set. Um, because my my team is still the same. My if I hit manage my team, I still have my. Oh, what dude, did Max. you pick, Matt? What did you pick? Because our our lists were similar enough, but they were different. Yeah. So, what did you pick? Who did you pick that hit more than my guys? So let's see here. So for my so I yeah so I had two nineteen. You had one eighty one. So I had Fernando at twenty three points. Max had 122, and I put my boost on him. So I think that doubled. Valtteri, negative two. Checo, 36. And then Carlos Sainz had 12. Um, Aston Martin had 19, and Alfa Romeo had seven. So I did pretty good. And then your team, Valtteri, did not do good. Max, you mean you had the same for Max? Uh, Oh, Hulkenberg. That's the one difference. So Hulkenberg had one point. And I got 12 points from Carlos Sainz. Wait, it's not letting me see my team. You're Gunther's asshole, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're Gunther's assholes. Assholes. Sorry, my bad. Gunther's assholes. It's from that line <laughs> on Drive to Survive where it's like, we looked like rock stars. Now we look like a bunch of assholes. <laughs> asshole. I do remember that. We're going to have to fuck the whole paddock. <laughs> Gunther would fuck the whole paddock for for second place like you. <laughs> so I would, yeah, dude, yeah. So I pretty pretty much the only difference is uh, you got Hulkenberg and Lewis didn't do so hot, and then I have um oh motherfucker, I just lost it again. Yeah, I have to see because it's not showing. My boos are using your phone too. Might be might be confused. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I have Carlos Sainz, who did pretty solid. And then, yeah, Valtteri did nothing for us this week. We both have Valtteri. He didn't do anything. But see, the thing is, you can you can trade teammates if you want. If you want to pick someone else up, you can do that. So you don't have to pick a new team, but you can, like, trade. Yeah, I think I might have to trade Hulkenberg for, like, Stroll or something. That might that might actually be a good pick, because Stroll's probably not going to have a DNF next week. Yeah... Dude, it's not letting me, like, it's saying, like, I don't have a team. I definitely have a team. Um, You have to go go to my team. I should pull up, like, right here. You see? You go to, like, my yeah, team. Yeah, it's not even showing me that screen. It's like, I'm not logged in. Yeah, that must be what it is, because I see your team right here. <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, dude, I'm actually liking this fantasy F1 thing. It's kind of fun. And now that we got... I'm going to tell all my roommate and my brother and everyone, all my friends to join our league too. 
we're gonna have like 10 people by next week and we got a weekend off here which we did not realize you want to bring that uh that little thing up nick we thought we were fucking ready for this i'd rather not mention it because we're fucking idiots <laughs> yeah we were both so ready to go for this weekend bro we were like saturday night 11 p.m we're ready turns out it's next saturday night nick pretty much scheduled all of sunday off for himself now is rescheduled to work sunday I am also <laughs> scheduled to work Sunday. So it's kind of a shit show over here at the Village J-Pod. But we are excited for the Australian GP. Do you think Danny's going to be there? Question. Hot take. Is Danny Ricardo going to be there? Yeah, Danny will be there. Yeah, he is. Is he going to race? No. Oh, that would be dope, though, if they let him. Dude, just let him just – Max, you don't need this one extra race. Just let Danny race his home race and then hop back in for next week. <laughs> yeah, so it's official. What's official? I just picked up Lance Stroll. Oh, hot. Move, making moves while we're potting. This guy making some moves. <laughs> he wants to be on top. <laughs> I think I'll keep my team. I think I, I think I like my team, dude. I like your team too. I, I think I need I think I needed a power play to get I just back. need dude. If Botas, if Botas can get into the points, I think my team is dialed. I'm looking at some of these other teams though, bro. <laughs> I'm looking at like just the the league, like whoever's just leading, like all like the US, like the global league, bro. Motherfucker got 775 points this week. How the fuck did that happen? Yeah, how do you do that with the fucking <laughs> cap? Ooh, I wonder oh, no. if it's in the constructor. Yeah, got no, he got 374 points this week. He had Max, Checo, Fernando, Leclerc, and Sainz, both Ferrari and Red Bull. Oh my he god. He pretty much just guessed the top. Five. Yeah, he just got all five top five right. <laughs> That's insane. Ooh, there's a Chinook outside. Oh, that's cool. Fuck yeah, it is. That's neat. It's fucking shaking the house. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's uh fantasy F1. I'm into it. So join our league at the Village J Pod. So what else we got? Uh on to Australia. Oh, yo. What? I just made another acquisition. Ooh, look at this general manager over here. Do you want to tell me or are you going to keep this one a secret? I just fired Carlos. Oh, gosh, damn. <laughs> and picked up Perez. I think that's a good move. They're both right at the same cost cap, right? They both, their salaries about yeah. the same. I was like, why do I have fucking Saints? Yeah, that's a that's a move right there. That's a that's a high quality. That's a Joe Sackick move right there. That's a yeah. I'm about, I think I'm gonna win this time. You might have me, bro. Dude, if Botas can give me something, I see. I'm putting my eggs in the Botas basket because if he does good, then my Alfa Romeo car does good, and that's gonna be huge. If I can get like points out of him, that's money. Yeah, I was thinking about swapping him out, but like, I love my guy. I can't do that. <laughs> Dude, I drafted Russell Wilson and kept him in the league for the first, like, eight weeks of the season. What was that? I said, dude, I'm I'm partial to people that I like because I drafted Russell Wilson as my quarterback in fantasy football and kept him in for the first, like, nine weeks of the season. Just while he just fucking thrashed the entire fucking... Well, he threw more picks than... Or while he threw less touchdowns than he has toilets in his house. So, yeah. <laughs> not good but i stick with my guys so i'm sticking with sticking with valtry yeah i kept him um who won last year at uh in aussie was it max 
They Listen. haven't had an Aussie since Mercedes was good. Um, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, it's going to be the Australian Grand Prix. The last person that won at Albert Park was Charles Leclerc. According to ESPN, I don't know if that's accurate, but he's the no, last. That's per- true. But yeah, that was pre-COVID, wasn't it? Because Australia's been shut down since COVID happened. Yeah, that was that one year where Ferrari came out of the gates like super OP because they were fucking running an illegal fuel system. <laughs> yes, yes, I do remember that. <laughs> and that was when that was when like Aston Martin and Mercedes came out, and they didn't like tell on them really. They were just like, "Hey, are we allowed to do this? Like, is this is this cool?" And no, it was like, red. Fuck it no, was that's red. not. Why? And they're like, oh, "That's what Mercedes has been. That's that's what Ferrari's been doing. That's." Oh, that's fucking weird. weird. Yeah, they didn't tell him, but they fucking they were sny about it, bro. That was Red Bull who caught him. Red Bull, that's who it was. Yeah, like, hey, is this is it cool if we do it like this? And they're like, fuck no, it's not. Like, what are you talking about? That's so illegal. Like, oh, that's funny. You should say that actually. <laughs> that's that's awesome. But yeah, so we got Charles Leclerc. Um, do you think they have a chance? Do you think Ferrari's a chance at Albert Park? No is, one's it fast, is it a fast circuit or is it like a twisty circuit? It's kind of high speed, little runoffs, very sweeping corners. So it could Real for Aston Martin. Yeah, I think it'll be okay for Aston. I, I think the Red Bull is going to win, obviously, not retarded. Which Red Bull? Uh, who cares at this point? God damn it. I want, no, we want it to be Checo. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm being realistic. I know. Because I feel like Checo's not just fighting Max. He's fighting his team to let him. Yeah, no, he, yeah exactly. They don't even want him to be world champion. Uh, let me look up the odds real quick while we still, while we're still rolling. We're about an hour and 15 minutes. Though, so we got a solid epi going right now, dude. Solid epi, boys. Um, race. Damn it. They don't have. Oh, uh, hold on. Let me see if they have qualifying. Um. They don't have qualifying yet because I'm taking Max again. Max for Stappen minus two seventy five to be the race winner. No shot am I taking that. Top three though I might. Fernando Alonso top three is plus a hundred. I might take that, bro. Uh, is there? Do they have the odds without Max? I like that. So that's section. just a top. That's just a top three bet. So like, who? If you just pick one driver to finish in the top three, Max is. Obviously, minus 550, and Checo is minus 275. But Fernando is plus 100, and Leclerc is plus 150. So, like, it's they're thinking Vegas is thinking it's going to be close for podium for Fernando. But that's good money. That's good value. That's at least like you make your money back. You want plus money. Um, race, race winner without Verstappen, any other driver is plus 190. I don't like that. I just don't. It's just not good. <laughs> Any other way? Race winner without Verstappen is what? Uh, next is plus 190 is Checo. And then Fernando is plus 250. So that's not bad. That's, a, that's not bad because it's probably going to be both Red Bulls, right? I mean, plus 190. That's actually pretty good. Plus 190 for Checo to get second. To call I would second place. That. I would take that right now. Yeah, I think I am too. I have twenty five bucks in my account because I've I have like I have a total. Let me look actually for you. Let me give you a real number. I have seventeen open bets out for March Madness tonight. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, I would take Checo. Take that twenty five. Put it on Checo. Plus one ninety. Yeah, that's good. And then 
just because you're gonna you're gonna hit on March Madness probably. Yeah, I'll, I'll hit something. I'll hit one of those bets. Like I made I made six hundred bucks last weekend, so I'm doing pretty solid on March Madness. And then I made I think I actually did make some money on F1 last week just on qualifying stuff. So I think I'm I'm not bad. I'm a, I'm a, I'm plus money so far in the year. I'm not the worst sports better of 2023, Nick. That's good because you were fucking terrible. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. That <laughs> was so bad, though. So bad. Yeah, but F, we were betting a lot on F1, and it was just like, it was fuck. tough. And, and it was a year like it was in between Max and Hamilton. It was like, we don't really know who's in charge. And in hindsight, it was, it was just Max the whole year. <laughs> yeah, we kept thinking that. Oh, no. We kept, think, we kept thinking we had faith in somebody else. And every single week, we just got fucked in the face. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fucked hard. But yeah, so I'm actually, I'm, I like that bet. So we're doing pretty good so far this year. Um, I, yeah, I think it was like, for, I got nothing else I going for the Australian. I think it was like, like by Mexico, we realized we're like, this okay, so we can't afford to bet on anyone else besides Max now. So. Yeah, and Max was like, the odds are so bad, I'm never going to make my money back unless I bet like thousands and then I'm scared. Yeah, last year was tough. So no, we're, we're betting, we're, we're doing smart money this year. We're not only betting on race winners and incorrectly race winners. Well, I like how Vegas has the without Max because that makes it a little more fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they know like, dude, this is minus 550. Like that's no, no one's going to, that's not a lot of fun for people to bet. So, so I'm minus actually, 550, you bet a hundred bucks, you win what? No, you have to bucks. minus 550, you have to bet 550 to win a hundred. And then plus 190 is you bet 100 to win 190. So any plus money, yeah, you bet a yeah. hundred to win that. Any minus money, you have to bet that money to win a hundred. Yeah. yeah I'm, betting, I'm not going to bet $500 on Max first having to win just to win a hundred dollars. No shot. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather put 25 bucks on like guessing the top three correctly at plus like 400. That's just way more fun. <laughs> but that pretty much wraps up my notes for this last weekend at Saudi Arabia. Um, you got anything else? Any fan questions? What's that? Any fan questions? Um, we're going to save them. We got one fan question, so we're going to save them for next week. Um, it is a good Why one. Why can't we so just we'll... do it now? All right. We can... You know what? Fuck it. We'll do it. We'll do it now. Fucking on the phone. All right. We're doing... we're... All right. All right. I got you. Because then our fans are like, we got to, I like, they, I had a question and then they, they, they pushed me up the next just, they, Yeah, we fucked them. All right. I got you. <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go. This one is from Sebastian. Doesn't say from where he's from. It's just is from Sebastian. This is how do you think how do you think George Russell and Lewis Hamilton are going to react throughout the season losing Angela and having George Russell act as number one? So it's, it's kind of a two part. Is is Angela leaving gonna affect George Russell or is gonna affect Lewis Hamilton? And is George Russell gonna take over the number one spot? No, I don't think it's gonna affect Hamilton. I, you don't I think, think so? He probably, no. Really? I think it might. How long have they been together, bro? I mean, I granted it is just his personal trainer. It's not nothing like, it's not like losing Toto, but I feel like she was a big part of the team. Yeah, she was. We always. I don't know. What, joked I, granted, there was I, something else going on there, but look, granted, I have no fucking idea what she did for the team. She was a trainer. I don't know. She held his <laughs> helmet and stuff. 
But <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I legit have no idea what she did. And um, do you know what she's going to do? Is she leaving Mercedes to go work for another team? Or is this just like, I'm done with Formula One? I have no idea. I've literally researched this zero. That's how much I think it matters. Okay. I mean, All right. See, I... I figured I figured Lewis would kind of get a little. I think he might get in his head a little bit. I I don't know. Like losing. Do you like, really think? You really think that the best the most the winningest is... driver in fucking F one history is gonna let losing his personal trainer affect him? I feel like y'all don't know Lewis. If you think that, see, I think I think Lewis. He's just he's having such a tough year already. It's just another. It's just another setback. I don't know. And it, it's not necessarily a setback, too, because it seemed amicable. Like, when they all split, they're like, yeah, she's going on to do her thing, and this is all blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. She's been with him for, like, seven years. Obviously, George Russell doesn't give a shit. I wonder what happened. That's, see, that's the thing. Like, we don't – nobody nobody asked about it, bro. Nobody asked Lewis about it, which is fair. Like, you don't want to be that one fucking reporter to, like – shut Lewis off for the entire thing. You know, like you ask him one wrong question. It's like asking Tiger Woods, fucking a question about his DUI. You're just going to get like, fuck y'all. You're just going to get a fuck you response and you're not, and no one's going to, no one else is going to get to answer questions. I feel like if I was with Lewis right now, I would not ask him this on the air. I'd be like, Hey man. So we were all wondering, uh, you good. Did y'all smash? Yo, that's, that's my question. <laughs> that, that would be my question. Like, all right. Yeah. Like, did you smash? And is that why she's leaving? <laughs> Dude, I mean, I, for the last seven years, I thought they were dating until, like, Lewis posted no. about his Russian model. Yeah, I knew Lewis was doing whatever, but I, I don't know. I always, maybe that's just because we always see her and she's a female, so we assume, you know, when she's probably just doing her fucking job. So yeah, see, I, see, that was the other thing. I just didn't know what Misogynistic her... views on us. Yeah, see, I just didn't know what her job was. I thought, honestly, she was like Lewis's personal assistant. She kind of is. Because she never really fucked with George Russell or Valtteri. Like, she was never, like, their personal trainer. It was, like, no, Lewis's she was. Personal. She's just Lewis, yeah. Yeah, she was Lewis's personal trainer, so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to affect his driving. I just think it's going to affect, like, his off-the-track his off the track mood. Like, his mood right now is pretty somber. It's pretty piss-poor. He's not having a fun time, obviously, because he's not in a fast car. Like, he's just not having fun right now. <laughs> Do I think it will affect him? No. No, I don't Do think it's going to affect him. I don't think it's going to affect him on track. I think it'll affect him, like, in his personal life. And But it's like Lewis Hamilton, he's like, he's fucking Michael Schumacher. He's best ever. Like, he's he can switch it on track. Like, I'm sure, like, as a professional athlete, you have off the field, you have off the field LeBron and on the field LeBron. You know, like, you you're not the same person. Even me as a, like a D one golfer, I'm different on like when I'm competing, like you're just in a different mindset. So yeah, it's not going to affect him on track. No shot, but is it going to affect him personally? Yeah. I think he's fucking hurt. <laughs> I, I I really think it was a professional move. I don't think there's too much we need to read into it. Um, but as Boo, far as you, I want more drama, <laughs> yeah, I know. maybe it will come out as the you know. See, that's the thing. See, nothing has come out yet. See, that's like we're all speculating right now. But the other question, the part two about George acting like number one, George is welcome to act like number one all he wants, and I think he's just going to rush to failure. George think, is going to realize. You think him? Does. You think him taking taking like trying to act as number one is going to cause him more problems than than. What he thinks. Yeah, because I think it's going to become very obvious to everybody in the team that he's not ready to be a number one. Yeah, I agree with that. 
And he just, Lewis he, is just going to keep doing what he does, staying in his lane. And Yeah, he's you know, not mature. He's definitely not mature enough to be the number one driver. Because even when Lewis was number one, and they told him, hey, man, this is Valtteri's race. Like, Valtteri's on the right strategy right now. Like, this, this one's for him. He would let him have it. He would be like, you know what? You're right. I'm not going to fight him for this. Like, I'm not going to fucking ruin my shit. Even though it's my championship, like, this is Valtteri's race. And that was proven quite often that Lewis was mature enough to handle that situation. Yeah, there was a couple times Valtteri fought him at the end. Um, True, that yeah, was that's what Valtteri, like, that's, yeah, 100%. But that was that was more of a him, like, pro- proving his point, too. Like, I'm I'm just as fast as you guys think, as, as Lewis. Like, I need to prove to myself that. And that was him kind of fighting his own way to get himself into Alfa Romeo. Like, if he would have just been a beta the entire season, I don't know how many teams would be like, you know what, that's who I want as my number one driver. But he showed a little stuff at the end, like, you know what, I do. You know what? Al- Valtteri's fucking got it to be the number one guy. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I agree. agree. I, yeah, if he run, he's going to rush into it, and I think he's going to get put in his place real fast. Yeah, it's going to take one time of him. You know, he's going to be not trying to let Lewis pass, and the cars are going to come together, and they're going to be like, dude, if What's you it? fucking do that again, it's either yeah. you do what we say or you fucking hit the road, bro. Yep, I agree. Because – you know, Mercedes could replace him in a heartbeat. Yeah. You have and to realize, they, I mean, that's a top-tier team. Yeah, and they and they respect, and dude, especially Toto respects team-oriented, like, team play way more. That's why he that's why he didn't sign George Russell until Valtteri found a new spot because he's so team-oriented. He's like, I'm not fucking screwing Valtteri if, it, if I know he's not going to get another drive. Like, I'm waiting for I mean, that even dude. And even when, you know, fucking Toto... You know, and, and Lewis was winning back to back to back to back champions. Yeah. Toto yeah. was coming out and saying, Mercedes, we do not have a number one driver. Yeah. He says, whichever driver's on the winning strategy is who we go with that weekend. Exactly. And that's what and that's what George Russell doesn't understand. He thinks just because he qualified better and he's leading the race on on Lewis that he's the number one driver and on the number one strategy. It's just not how race car that's not how racing works, bro. You could, like Lewis could have pit on lap one, put super softs on, and then had a yellow flag that ever like it could have just it could have just ended like five laps in beyond completely different strategies and then you're not the number one driver anymore yeah especially when you can use the car ahead you have a little bit more like so you can time the undercut so the car behind can take a place you know what i mean so like you're in a position where you when you have two drivers that are working together um i'm trying to think of a good duo um you know, we always thought that Sergio and Max were like the best driver pair, but like lately that's been fucking super spicy. Dude, honestly, think, Fernando um, and Stroll. Fernando and Stroll are really good together right now. Fernando and Stroll. Yeah, they're I doing think, they're uh, they're just doing they're just ham and egging it, dude. Like one person's doing their thing, the other person's doing their thing. Just nice ham and egg all the way down the track until they get to the end at a P four, P three finish. It's really good to see. Until until fucking stroll hits them on the fucking yeah, yeah. All right, it was a little spicy the first race. Well, I, I really like a little spicy, but towards the end of the race, like they helped each other out with pit strategies and like, hey, this is this person's race. Like, let him through like a whole bunch of shit. And it's just good to see a team acting as a team because right now the first the top three teams besides Aston like Mercedes, they're kind of battling each other. Red Bull's battling each other. Ferrari is battling themselves. I was gonna say that my my other good. I think that Charles and 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 Carlos are a good pair. They are. They they are a good pair together. But they're battling their own team. You can tell with that team that neither of those guys are the number one driver. And and neither one of those guys are the problem. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> neither, you know, neither we can point out guys. the problem. We can point out the problem child in all the other teams, but those guys, like, yeah, they both are pretty much B drivers. They're both A and both B. And they can change it around when needed. And they don't. They don't seem like they fight each other. Yeah, they don't bitch. Like if 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 Carlos is on the right strategy and he has to like let and Charles and Charles has to let him through. It's not. He's not going to cry about it. He just knows. It's not my point in the race. Like my my time will come. <laughs> I th- I credit that too because if you notice, like every team that Carlos has been on, he's had really good chemistry with the other driver. Yeah, and I think that just goes to show that like Carlos is a fucking awesome dude. Yeah, Carlos Carlos is probably one of the best teammates on grid. I like he's he's even, yeah. Lando loves Lando loved racing with him, bro. And like I even see interviews, you know, with Carlos and and. And and Charles and Carlos just just seems to have this friendliness about him. Yep. Where he's not like he's competitive, but he's he's he realizes that dude. He's and I think this goes to how competitive he's competitive, but he realizes like I'm happy to be here. Yeah. And I drive race cars for a living, and I'm not taking myself too seriously. Yeah, hundred percent. Like and, they asked him. They asked. Him, I don't know if you saw this little interview. They asked him like, "So you're better at golf? And oh yeah. Uh, and what else? And this than uh, Charles? And he goes <laughs> golf." Paddle tennis, ping pong, fucking it's like every single sport. And then Charles just goes, Yeah, but not racing. And they both <laughs> laugh. And it was like, fucking, that's a team right there. Yeah. I was actually just gonna mention that. But um I think that goes to how fucking Carlos was raised, dude. Yeah. Cause his his dad was like a big deal. Yeah. And uh he taught him, you know, like, hey, don't let it ever go to your head, bro. Yeah, you're nothing special until you are. Yeah, and just be humble. Be a good fucking dude. You can tell. Yeah, hundred and dude, Spanish Spanish guys just like everyone's from Spain, everyone I know from Spain is always like that. They're super humble. They love they like being a teammate, honestly. They love being on a team. And they're really all they're like so like my grandmother's from Spain, so I I know a lot of Spanish people. And uh she's like really funny too. Like kind of how the banter. Yeah. They just kind of talk shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm a, my, one of my favorite golfers, John Rahm. Is, uh, he's from Spain, and Carlos, Carlos, Carlos loves John Rahm, bro. Him and his dad every time. Oh, didn't they play, they play together? Didn't, didn't, yeah, didn't they play, play, they play together a lot when they're like during off season stuff? They play together, and I've seen. Didn't so they play together Carlos in the celebrity times. the pro am? Yeah, they play in the pro am. Uh, Lando Norris plays in the pro am too, and it's so funny. Like they're so competitive, even playing golf with each other. It's so funny and. It's so like Carlos. His favorite thing is he likes he likes to pretend that he's John Rom, and him and his dad go back and forth saying, "I'm John Rom." No, I'm John Rom. No, I'm John Rom. <laughs> and it's so fucking funny. These guys, and that's just a good that's just a good team. He likes to have fun. He's jovial. He doesn't take him to, himself too seriously off track, and that makes a good teammate. And he's got great hair. Great hair. Great hair. <laughs> top, top, top. Now that you bring it up, I looked at I looked at Hannah's team. I think she just picked all the hottest guys. <laughs> I, that's I get. I, that's not 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 throwing shade or anything, but she scored forty points. And I, I'm Wait, not who did gonna, she pick again? That, let me pull it up real quick. She definitely picked the hottest guys in our in the league. So we got um, so we got George Russell, Lance Stroll, <laughs> Valtteri Bottas. I don't think George Russell's hot, is he? Uh, Dude, I think I think girls think he looks like a Barbie doll. He looks like Ken. Oh yeah, because he always posts like the, his Instagram. Yeah, he's real thirst trappy. Yes, thir- and then Valtteri Botas. That dude is just a sex machine right now. 
Pierre Gasly. Yeah, you never think it until he had the mustache and the mullet. Exactly, You're like that dude. Exactly. Now he's turning into it. He's turned into being a sex machine. Uh, so that dude Pierre, just lays Pierre pipe. Gasly, little Frenchman, dude. All girls love a little Frenchman. And then Charles Leclerc. I mean, I mean, those are the five hottest dudes on track. <laughs> I I feel like Carlos belongs on that list. But... I think so too, dude. Carlos, he's got the he's got the little brown sugar action. <laughs> this is the I'd gayest go, conversation we've ever Carlos. had. Uh, but uh, I don't know, man. I just feel like I hate Pierre Gasly's facial hair, man. It just like he tries to grow a beard, but he can't. Yeah, he, he doesn't got a beard like me, bro. It's just patchy still. He's like twenty six. <laughs> he just he doesn't have a full beard like like Valtteri. Like Valtteri's got man face. He's got man manly features. Ever all these other guys have feminine features. Like George Russell is a girl. But just a dude. <laughs> He's a girl with a penis. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> so yeah, in the in the draft between like men and women, we'll give you George, George Russell. Russell. <laughs> you got George Russell. Oh fuck! I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we take? Oh dude, I don't. Val, I dude, I would take Botas. No, no, no. Like if, we, if we're gonna take a, a, a manly female. Oh uh, dude, take? I mean, probably I would Serena take Gasly over over George Russell. Oh no! I was talking about in the man to woman draft. We just traded them George Russell for. Oh, so we can take him. Uh, we can take Brittany Griner back. Take her. I, I would take Serena Williams, maybe. Oh, Serena's a great one too. She's a gorilla. Yeah, dude. absolute gorilla. She's fucking good though. She's the best. She's the best ever. I think. I think she's. I think she might be the best like athlete of all time statistically. <laughs> I've even heard like other men are like, I don't want to play her. No, dude, dude, she would she would whoop up on probably like the bottom actually, like twenty five, like the top twenty five. I just men, saw, probably whoop up. I just saw an interview with her where they were like, Hey, would you consider like playing like an expedition against like Roger Roger Federer? Yeah, she and she it. was like, No, I'm not interested at all. Like it, she would men, she would do it. She, I think she would. No, she said she literally said, I'm not interested at all. She's like, Men's tennis and fe- and women's tennis are so different. Really? That I, I don't think I. I don't think it would be a good exp- exhibition. Dude, they're starting to, they're just starting this new thing this year with golf that they're doing a men's and women's golf tournament, which is fun as hell. That would be cool as fuck. Yeah, it's like the girls play from their tees. Dudes play from their like the girls are fucking good. I'll say the women golfers are better than the men. They are just flat out better, but the dudes can just bomb it past them. So they're just gonna put the women up a tee box and see how it goes. And I think a girl's gonna win the tournament straight up and down. That's what Serena was saying. It's like like men play tennis so differently. Like men's tennis is more about just like just stamina and yeah. just blasting it past you. Yeah, and it's whereas 100%. like women's women's tennis is more skill based, and you have to like it's all about shot placement and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely, it's the same thing with golf. It's the same exact thing with golf. This <laughs> <laughs> so dudes are just like trying to fucking <laughs> just bomb and gouge everything. Just bomb and gouge, baby. <laughs> Tee it high and let it fly. <laughs> but shit, man, that's. That's pretty much it. I got nothing else. If you got nothing else, this is a pretty good one. We got a lot. We got a lot of shit going on. Um, Australia this next weekend, not this weekend. Um, but I got nothing else, bro. Do you got anything? Uh, no. Don't cancel us. Don't cancel us for hey. We we're just supporting women at the end. We said women are fucking better than dudes. Just because no, George that. Russell, just because George Russell looks like a woman, doesn't mean you need to cancel us. And there's nothing wrong with that because we are not about hard gender roles here at Village A Pod. Not at all, dude. Not at all. George Russell can be whatever she wants. <laughs> and on that note, I think we should end it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we'll all see. right, brother. 
Well, we'll talk about this next week, next race. We'll get another pod out. Um, and that's going to do it for the Village A pod, lap number two. See you. See you.